Welcome to the Virtual Chapter Podcast, the show that helps you become a world-class virtual CEO, run a profitable and scalable online business, and build a thriving virtual team. We're talking the systems, strategies, and leadership skills that will help you show up, sell out, and do it all with a mountain of ease. Each week, we'll be breaking down the operation side of online business in a way that feels fun and inspiring. We'll share tech tools and tips, systems to streamline and scale, secrets to hiring and leading your high-performing team, and interviews with leading business experts to show you what it really takes to build your business online. I'm your host, Nivek Harrison, CEO of The Virtual Chapter, an award-winning virtual support agency where we help leading coaches, consultants, and creatives build businesses bigger than themselves, create a global impact with a virtual team, and generate more cash than they ever knew possible. Are you ready to up-level your online business? Let's dive in. In this episode, I want to talk about something that I think is really frequently overlooked in the online business space, particularly when you are following the marketing experts. Now, this is no shade to the marketing experts because marketing is such a crucial and pivotal part of building a really successful business, particularly in the online world. But I think it's one piece of the puzzle. It's not everything. And if you are solely focusing all of your time, effort and money on marketing efforts, there are going to be some really big gaps in your sales processes and therefore your business bottom line. And we're here to make more money, right? Let's call a spade a spade. We are all business owners. We are here to make money so that we can do the things that we want to do, so that we can have the impact we really want to have in the world. And to do that, marketing is the first piece, but it's not the only piece. I think it's really common to hear a lot about how continuing to focus on more and better and different marketing strategies, bringing in paid advertising, whatever it might be, even outsourcing your marketing is often the go-to when our businesses aren't doing as well, or we would like to do more. If we want to have a bigger launch, we focus on our marketing efforts. If we want to make more sales, we focus on maybe new marketing channels or new avenues, new strategies we haven't tried before. And while all of those things can absolutely work, they're definitely not the whole story because the reality is that more sales in business requires more systems and structure within your business at a couple of different stages. Now, you know, I am a systems girl (laughs) and I'm going to talk about this all day long, but particularly when we're talking about sales, if we are winging it, it is we we are leaving money on the table right? We are literally leaving money on the table if we don't have a structure supporting how we show up, manage, nurture, engage with our leads and eventually sell and convert our audiences. So what are the systems and structure we should be focusing on if we want to boost our sales? The first one is lead generation. Your systems around lead generation are so incredibly important, whether that is automated or manual. And I do think for most of us and for most of you listening to this, manual lead generations, nurture processes are absolutely where it's at. There are pieces of the puzzle you can automate, but the manual follow-up, those bespoke, personalized one-to-one conversations are the difference maker in your business, right? So what I see to be really, really true is that we focus on our marketing and we kind of have this, if we build it, they will come attitude. And then people don't, 
people don't buy. They don't convert straight away. And it's really, really normal that people don't convert straight away. But when we're just focusing on the marketing, we kind of have this assumption that that's what's going to happen. If I just write this amazing Instagram post, the people will buy. The sales will start rolling in and everything's going to feel warm and fuzzy inside. What is absolutely true is that people require follow-up. They require frequency of messaging. They need to see your messaging and your offer multiple times before they buy. And I'm recording this right now on the 24th of November. It's Black Friday. Like it is noisy online. The last couple of weeks have been incredibly noisy online. People need to see your offer repeatedly, often in different forms, in different ways, with slightly different messaging before they will convert. But beyond that, a lot of people are waiting for that personalized invitation. They're sitting on the fence trying to decide if working with you is right for them. And to know that they need to engage with you. Now, some customers are super keen, super proactive. They're going to reach out to you. They're going to instigate a conversation. And that's often what we think of as our leads, as where we need to nurture is those people who've reached out to us. And yes, that's definitely a part of it. They are what I would refer to as your hot leads. They are so, so keen. They just have a couple of questions. What we then have are our warm leads. These are the people who are engaging but not necessarily reaching out to us. They are engaging with your stories. They are commenting on your Instagram posts. Maybe they are clicking the links in your emails. They've downloaded all your freebies. They are warm, but it hasn't really gone beyond that. There is no deeper connection right now. Those people need you. They are waiting for the invitation from you. So having a structure, having a process around when you reach out, how you follow up, how frequently you follow up, even templating the messaging that you use. Now, I don't say templating because I want you to copy and paste the same message to everybody. I say template to give you a structure so you're not always starting from scratch. You know I talk a lot about this, that having a process and having a template is just going to make it feel so much easier than having to start a new message from scratch every single time. People are waiting to hear from you. Now, cold outreach is a completely different kettle of fish. I'm not going to talk about that because I genuinely don't think many of you are doing it or want to be doing it. I'm talking about people who are warm. They are engaging, but they just need to hear from you. They need an extra little invitation or a nudge. Now, I had a business that I worked with last year, the incredible Alex. I had checked out her sales page and was sort of on the fence about whether or not I was going to join. And I hadn't said anything to her. We had not had this conversation at all. Um, you know, we know each other quite well, we're in the same circles, but we hadn't had this conversation about me potentially joining her program. And I was very much on the fence. I was like, is this an investment I need to make right now? Is this where I want to focus my time and energy? Does this feel like the next right thing? And I was thinking about it. She then sent me a voice note on Instagram, very much out of the blue. I say that in inverted commas because we were, you know, we, we talk, but this was a little bit left of field of like, hey, I was thinking... I would love to work with you inside this program. Now, at that point, she didn't know I checked out the sales page. She didn't have that data or those stats or anything like that. She just knew she wanted to work with me. And I was thinking about working with her. That DM, that single DM is the reason I signed up to her program. If she hadn't messaged me, I genuinely don't think I would have signed up at the time because I wasn't sure. 
your ability to send those messages, to engage with people, to move the conversation beyond passive action into like really engaged interaction is so, so critical to boosting your sales, right? So the first system is to really focus around your lead generation, your outreach, your conversations, your follow-up. And I do say follow-up because it's so important. Sending one message isn't enough. Now, in my case, it worked. (laughs) Alex sent me the message and I was like, I was already on the fence. This is what I needed to hear. Done. Sign me up. Give me the link. Some people won't do that. Some people will need reminders. Some people will have questions. They might have objections. They might just want to go back and forth a little bit, life might just be getting in the way. I've had people send me messages that I have completely forgotten to respond to because it just hasn't been in the right place at the right time for me to sit and respond. It's been maybe on a channel that I don't use very often um, or it's just come at a time where there's other things happening in my business. But the follow-up then becomes really, really important. So having your systems in place around lead generation is the first system that is really going to help you boost your sales. The second system or systems are going to be around your actual sales and conversion process. How do people buy from you? The reality is a structured sales process really impacts your conversion rate because it adds a real level of trust to your buyer. There's a big difference between here's my website, here's the checkout page, and it's well-designed, it's well thought through, it's got the right information at the right stage of the buying cycle for that customer, and here's a link to my PayPal. Just send me the money. Now, again, I'm not saying that doesn't work because I do think it can work when you have really great relationships, when you have really like hot leads who are so interested in working with you. And it can also work when you're just getting started. Again, for the most part, I think when we're just getting started, a lot of our clients will come from our circles, people we already know. They'll come through referrals. So there's a a level of trust there already. But when we're talking about scaling our business and really boosting our sales and maybe pushing through that five or six figure launch that you're wanting to have, you're going to have a lot of people who don't have a close relationship with you starting to come through your funnel. And so we're looking for ways to build that trust. So your structure around your specific sales process has the ability to really boost your conversion rate. And that's data that I'm looking at with clients all the time of like, okay, well, how many people view the sales page? How far down the sales page did they get at? How many, how many people clicked the link to the checkout? What happened once they got to the checkout page? How many bought versus how many abandoned carts? We're tracking those conversion rates. We're tracking every step of that sales funnel to look for opportunities to improve. And so often we're talking about micro improvements. You know, we're like, oh, people aren't scrolling quite all the way down the page. So let's add some buttons and some call to actions higher up the page. Or, hey, you know, our cart abandonment is a little high at the moment. Maybe we want to add some testimonials to the cart page to just add another level of confidence. But having a structure around the buying process is really going to give people confidence in working with you. And second to that is also what happens after they buy. Do they get a thank you email? How do they get access to what they've purchased? Is that automated happen straight away or is there a delay there? These are all things that can have a big impact on how somebody perceives your brand and therefore how long they might stay around or the retention that they're going to have with your business because they had a really great experience with their first purchase. Now, that could be true if your first purchase is a $17 product 
or a $1,700 product. That wholesales journey, particularly at the time that somebody is paying you, is incredibly important. And I know it's really easy to discount, oh, well, it's just a $17 offer. But depending on obviously how your business is structured, that $17 offer is the intro (laughs) into the rest of your work, right? And so we really want to set the stage there of like, this is how we do things. This is the best practice within my business. This is how you can expect to be treated and honored and communicated with while you work with me. And that has the ability to create lifelong customers who are going to invest well above their initial spend with you. The next system that I think is really, really important when we are focusing on sales is our customer retention and repeat sales systems. Now, you've heard me speak about this before, but I think it's so important to look at the longevity of your business versus the first time somebody comes in. Now, there are some business models, and I want to be really upfront about this. There are some business models where it is appropriate that customers come and work with you for a short period of time and then they are done right? They are not going to continue working with you long-term. Sometimes that's okay. For most of us though, we have business models or we're looking into business models that have an element of retention, of repeat clients, of clients who start with an intro offer, who move through our value ladder, who buy different things from us at different stages and who re-sign and continue to work with us over and over again. In order to do that, systems are so, so important. They are really important to the delivery of your offers so that those customers have an incredible experience. And they're also really important in how you manage those conversations as somebody is approaching, say, the end of their time with you. So for example, one of my clients, we run a mastermind model business. Every client is entered into our lead and client tracker in Airtable with their core dates. And those dates then inform how we do a re- how we do our reach out and when we do our reach out to encourage them to resign. If you're working with people particularly in a business to business space, they're looking at who they're working with next well before they finish with you. So if you're waiting until their last day to make them an offer about their next steps, they've possibly already signed with somebody else. And I'd even go further than possibly, I'd say they've probably already signed with somebody else. They've moved on to the next person. So we recommend anywhere, depending on the length of the program that someone's in, but around six to eight weeks from the time they're due to finish, we start having conversations about them continuing or you know, moving into the next program, whatever it might be, depending on the structure within your business. All of that happens because we have really great systems and structure underpinning it. It would be impossible to do that if we were relying on either the customers telling us or that gut feel of like, oh, I think it's been six months since this person signed up. We have the data, we have a process, we have the systems and the templates to make it really, really easy to continue to build that retention, to build those long-term relationships with our customers. And the same can absolutely be true even outside of a mastermind or a coaching container like that. Maybe you're selling one-off products or templates. Maybe you're selling something that is more of a like a grab-and-go resource, something that people just purchase. Maybe it's a product even. You can still look at the key stages of that customer journey to engage with them to purchase from you again. So for example, maybe you sell candles, right? And you're capturing information about your data when they, your clients, when they purchase, what you might know is how long your candles are used for. 
So maybe you know that in about six months, that candle is going to be burned down if they're lighting it for a little bit of time during the week. So at the six month mark, we want to nurture them the whole way in between. But at the six month mark, we might want to get way more direct with promoting that they need to repurchase. Maybe you have some sort of gift-based business and so you're capturing information about the gift and who it's going to and when it's being sent and you can use that information to remind your customers, hey, do you want to do this again? You ordered this gift for your mum last year. (laughs) Do you want to send her the same thing again this year? I've literally had those reminders from beautiful flower companies here in Melbourne that I've purchased from of like, you sent this bunch of flowers last year. Do you want to do the same? Do you want to buy a new gift? Maybe you can upgrade it in this way, add a candle, add a chocolate this year, right? There's lots of opportunities in our buying cycle, in our customer cycle to really nurture and get quite bespoke. And the way that we do that is through our systems. The final system that I think is really important when it comes to boosting your sales is your general operational systems, because this is one of the biggest keys no one will tell you. If you are boosting your sales, and therefore working with more clients, it is going to take more of your time for most of you. (laughs) I'm assuming, well, I know most of you are coaches, creatives, you are working one-to-one, you are working in group containers or masterminds. It's different if it's a product-based business, but even then, like there's still an element of time that comes with the delivery of your offers. And in order to boost your sales, you are going to need to have more time available to support those clients you are going to need to have more time available to implement all of these marketing strategies that you want to talk about. You're going to need more time to just manage the operations of a growing business, right? And this is the stage I see people get really stuck at and we can get really in our heads around is I want the six-figure launch, but I don't know if I can handle having that many people in my world because I already feel busy and I already feel overwhelmed and there's already a lot on my plate. What would happen if I bought in an extra 10 clients this month and we have almost that panic response to it of like, oh, I don't really know how I would handle that. And suddenly we block ourselves from actually receiving anything, right? Because we don't have the systems and structures in place. So when we're talking about the operational systems of our business and making sure it runs really efficiently, we're also always looking a few steps ahead, right? So we're very much in the now of what's happening in the business right now, but also what's the business we're building to and what are the systems and structure that support the business we're building to. And I see this to be a really big problem for people who are maybe in their first couple of years of business. Maybe, you know, they've just had their first six figure year, but you're in this place where likely you're still doing a lot of it yourself. You're the one who is responsible for most of the things in your business and it's starting to grow and you're starting to feel stretched and you don't have systems in place. That is the time that we want to be building the foundations of our business for the business we want in the future. We want to start documenting SOPs because in six months time, we know we're going to need to hire a team member. We're going to start looking at automations because three months from now, you anticipate a workload that cannot be done manually in the way you've been doing it up until this point. We're looking forward to see what's coming in the business and how are we creating a business structure, a business environment, operational tools that are going to support the business we want to have. Because there is nothing worse than getting to that point and realizing the structure in your business actually can't support it. And that's so often where I see people want to burn it all down because it all just feels like too much. It's just there's a lot happening and it doesn't feel good because there's no support structure there. 
I really hope these tips have been helpful. If you are looking at how to boost your sales, you know, for the rest of 2023 into 2024, I want you to give as much attention to your systems as you give to the marketing strategies, to the channels, to the new ways of working you're looking to bring in next year. I want you to make sure you've got the structures underneath to support all of that so you can hold more clients, you can have more space, you can still create that time and lifestyle freedom you deeply desire so you're not chained to your laptop in the chase of just going bigger and going better for the sake of doing so. I hope this episode has been incredibly helpful. If you would like support with setting up your systems and structures in your business, I would encourage you to check out The Vault. The Vault is our new online store and it will become your home for business templates and resources to help you create maximum operational efficiency. We are talking Asana templates, Airtable templates, revenue templates and more so that you can see what's happening in your business, create structures that support you and your team, and also understand the data that is underpinning all of it. Head over to vault, V-A-U-L-T dot the virtual chapter dot co to check out the templates on sale now. I'll see you next time.